And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, guess what? I had a little bit of an open time slot in my radio show. And typically when I have a few minutes, I like to connect with my buddy Matt Mungle over at The Entertainment, if I can speak correctly, The Entertainment Answer. TheEntertainmentAnswer.com. Go to ThatOrMungleShow.com. You're going to find about the Mungle Show podcast and his radio commentary here at Across the Salem Radio Networks. Also on Twitter at The Mungle and Instagram, Mungle Show. Matt, welcome back, my friend. Hey, good to be here. I always just sit around waiting for you to call. Oh, I know. You're just by that phone with bated breath. I love it. It makes me feel so good. <laughs> well, we we now have seen the finale for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier for the episode entitled One World, One People. I was a little, like you, skeptical going in. Uh, were they going to give the fans what they wanted? And I thought 100% they did just that. Yeah, me too. Uh, I didn't like you. I didn't know what to expect going in. And if I could sum up this last one, it was it was powerfully emotional. There was so much emotion uh, in character arcs and in uh, reconciliation and speeches and just dialogue. It was just, it was powerful from beginning to end. It was exactly, I think, what we needed. We got the flushing out, which was, for me, this was the biggest thing because I'm a huge U.S. agent fan. The flushing out of the U.S. agent storyline. He had tough choices to make with a new suit and a new boss played uh, uh, spectacularly, m- might I add, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. I just absolutely loved her character. But seeing her as the new boss for the U.S. agent was rather good for me. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, and my favorite part of that was the opening scene with him standing in front of the tribunal having to, you know, because he just had did that horrific act and he's on trial for that. And man, the emotion that Russell brought with that, you know, you made me, you, you created me to do this and now you're penalizing me for, for, for being the creation that you made. Man, that was, that scene by him was probably one of my favorite parts in the entire series. I thought that might be the most powerful moment in the entire series, just like you said. You could read and feel the emotion on his face when he gave that performance. Yeah, because I can only imagine. It's, it's like anything. It's like, and I'm, I'm sure, I've never been in the military, but I'm sure there's a lot of times when you do something that you feel like you've been trained to do and you have no recourse when it goes wrong. It's like you have no fight in the game after that. And I felt, I felt really bad for him. I didn't like him. You know, we've talked about this before. I didn't really like him in the beginning of the series and his character. And, you know, it was just one of those, he seemed kind of jerkish. But, man, I felt for him 100% from that point forward. Yeah, and the, then seeing him make the tough choices, whether to go after who he thought was the villain or to save the lives. And he obviously chose to save the lives. It really came full circle to him. And he was joking with Bucky a little bit later on, who Bucky's story, finding the courage within himself showing that he had forgiven himself and for being the winter soldier and to have resolution with the people that he's harmed especially yori who was like his best friend and mentor and he had to say that hey i was the winter soldier i caused your son's death and then giving the book back to his uh to his counselor saying that he's made that peace that was powerful stuff it was, and it was a great way to wrap up that whole storyline. Uh, it was it was handled perfectly. It wasn't just thrown out there as an afterthought. It uh, just the way they let it play through wrapped up that arc of his story perfectly. It was done just so lights out. And I hope that when we do get season two and there is going to be a season two, that maybe him and Yori come back together and you see that he's forgiven him. That would be a nice touch as well. 
It would be, you know, and at the same time, I'm fine if we don't. I'm fine if that chapter's closed, but if they do circle him back around, it would be interesting to see how they uh, re-engage with that. Mm. And Anthony Mackie, really, above all, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Wyatt Russell and the U.S. agent character because I just, that's always been one of my favorites, but performance-wise, really outshone just about everybody, came into his own as the new, the true Captain America, and this is direct from the comics. The suit looked spectacular, so much character growth, and he even talks about at the end how the journey is going to be hard as the new Cap and taking up the mantle, but he's earned this right and he's going to give it his all. Right. And I like how they handled that, too, as far as he didn't just, you know, episode two just said, OK, I'll do it. I'll do it. But uh, he really struggled with it. And it took a lot of things happening for him to, to pick up that mantle. And when he did, he still didn't do it. Uh, he, he, he did it still in a way of respectfulness. Like, you know, I've got to do this and I'm not really sure yet. But uh, just the way they handled that was fantastic. And Matt Mungle, how about his relationship coming to a very nice conclusion, a very great story arc with Isaiah, the character of Isaiah, and helping him get a memorial in his honor for everything that he did for the country. I cried like a little baby for that. That was very powerful stuff. Yeah, man, I wept. It was just, it was, it was so great. And and just those, both of those actors together, um, there was no phoning this in. There was just no, you know, well, this is a comic book series. I don't, you know, I can, I can just handle the character however I want. And we've said this since the beginning, every episode has felt like a mini Marvel film. Um, and, the, and the characters and the actors have been a part of that because, man, they lay on the emotion. It's real. It's organic. It's something that you can just relate to. And it captures you. And that scene that you're talking about when he sees that memorial and sees that his life is not going to be just wasted away. Man, that was just it was weep worthy for sure. It definitely was. It definitely was. And now we're going to be wrapping up here. But real quickly, before we get to just a little bit outside of this series, Sharon Carter is the power broker. Wow. I knew that she was going to be devious at the end of this series, but never saw that coming. That's going to make for an interesting play into season two. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. But again, like we've talked about many times on the past episode, shows that we've done, I don't know that much about the history. I don't know who the power broker is. So when she became that, when they said that it was her, I was like, oh, that's kind of a twist. I didn't see that coming. But I, it didn't have the impact on me. I don't know what that means quite yet, Yeah, not having the history. So uh, so I'm, I, I was surprised to see it happen, but it probably didn't nail me like it did you. All I can say is buckle up, my friend, buckle up. <laughs> and then it was a very nice touch as they ended the series because the name of the show going forward is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Loved that. It was a kind of nice way to close the series. No, it was. And I, and I missed that. I mean, you and I were texting afterwards. You brought that up and I was like, oh, how did, how did I miss that? It's like I saw it, but it didn't really resonate with me until you brought it up, how powerful that was. So, yeah, I don't know how I just glossed over that. Yeah, and obviously Sam and Bucky now are as thick as thieves. They've become best friends, and it's nice to see that friendship come full circle as well. Yeah, and they still have that animosity. I don't think they'll ever lose that. But, yeah, it just, you know, it just really wrapped up every arc exactly like I think we needed it to. Uh, we didn't know what to expect, but everything that we were concerned about, uh, it alleviated that. Oh, definitely. Marvel Studios and Disney did the Falcon and the Winter Soldier justice. It was done right. And it was, I have no complaints, Matt, at the end of the day. 
I don't either. None at all. Can't find a one. So, I have to tell you, Brawl did just an amazing job, Matt, as we forgot to mention this, as Zemo, and no, that Zemo dance forever lives in my mind. I want the extended cut of this, because he was probably the most fun, character-wise, to get behind. Absolutely. We didn't know if we'd ever see him again, and they brought him on. We didn't know what to expect, and he literally stole the show, and he will live in, in meme them forever with that little dance that will be a meme that we just share forever hashtag zemo dance <laughs> exactly well as we wrap up and we have 60 seconds left just about but don't feel you know, don't be on too on time here matt but uh i'd like to also kind of get back to now that movie theaters are opening across the nation do you think many of the studios disney included are going to continue to come out with theater only content or do you think that some of them going to be a little leery and they're going to do the digital and theater release just in case well, I think they're going to do it, but not to, not because they're leery. I think they understand the, the importance of it. Disney's like, well, I can still do a theatrical release, but also make it a Disney Plus premium. So if you want to watch it at home and play, pay $19.99, fine, do that. I think they're still going to do some cross-marketing, but not because they're leery of people going to the theater. I think that they know that they can tap into both audiences. There's audiences that say, nope, I'm going to see it on the big screen. I'm ready. I've been waiting a year and a half for it. I'm going to do it. And you've got people who wouldn't go to the theater anyway because they just wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. They're like, hey, I'll pay the premium now to watch it on Disney+. Plus." So I think we're going to see both of those. Universal is smart with the release of F9, the new Fast and Furious. They're showing all of the past ones in the theater for free every Friday until the release of F9. So they're even understanding like, hey, we got to get people to be, you know, cool going back to the theater. We're going to give them a reason to go back and get comfortable with it. So I think the studios are ready to hit this big screen. But I think they're also knowing that it's a smart and wise decision to bank on their digital platform as well. Universal is smart. Companies like Warner Brothers are smart because what they basically do is they have that theater release like the new Mortal Kombat movie. And then for a limited time, they have it also on like for that company, HBO Max. But that run is not that long so you got to kind of catch it with that i believe it's like the first week week and a half two weeks and then after that even though the movie's still in the theater they remove it from the digital platform so that's a smart way to do it as well yeah exactly like for instance godzilla versus Kong just now went off of hbo max last weekend so it was on in both platforms but it's now gone so you just had just a limited time to watch it digitally uh but then you can still see it in the theater so uh, i mean they know what they're doing you know they don't need me to tell them yeah, well, you know, that's why uh, you and I are here to uh, to make the big bucks, Matt, as we talk about movies. Oh, wait, no, we don't. But we just do it because we like it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's why I do it. Well, I have to tell you, thanks for coming on. Just given a couple of minutes to review the finale for Captain America and the Winter Soldier, the final episode of that season. You and I both loved it from uh, from from beginning to end. And I, if people have not seen it and they're just joining this conversation, I recommend they go check it out for, from Marvel Studios and Disney+. Plus. Absolutely. Got to see it. Entertainment Mungleshow.com. It's the Matt Mungle Mungle Show podcast and radio commentary all across the Salem radio networks. And he's also on social media. Of course, Twitter at the Mungle and Instagram Mungle Show. I'm sure this will not be the last time. Matt, thanks for stopping by. Always a pleasure. Noah here and across the county. Stay tuned. More coming up.